Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Hello, hello. Good morning, morning. Good morning. How are you? Gretchen? Never better. I'm Tabitha. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's funny how people keep commenting on our posts about they can't tell which one is which. I know. I think our voices are so different, but maybe they really are. That's the hot one, you guys. You haven't figured that out yet? Shut the front door. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for coming up, Gretchy. Mm -hmm. I know it was not an easy one. And because why? Uh, Well, it wasn't that bad. But it is, I have a little, what is that called? Road dog? A munchkin. With me today. Yeah. Yeah. My little willow pie. Got her tonsils out. Eh, like five or six days ago. So she's pretty good to go post-surgery. Yeah, she's looking to Take cute. a drive, hang out. So she's accompanying us today. We've got her fully protected from any murder speak. She has her headphones, headphones on. Watching the Curious George. Yeah, she is. Hi, Willow. See, she, no reaction. She even know. Yeah, she's out. <laughs> <laughs> and if she did, she's not going to talk anyways because her throat is Her throat on fire. hurts her so bad. It is no joke getting your tonsils out. I really thought it was going to be like easy peasy. I thought it was like, we're going to have popsicles and watch cartoons. Yeah, poor girl. No, she's like real sick. She's lost like five pounds. Oh, God. Which I was kind of like, maybe I should get my tonsils out. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, yes. So Gretchen was supposed to come yesterday and it was a crazy day. I mean, by fate, you didn't come because Willow was not doing so well. No. And I get on the freeway to take my son to school, which usually takes me, I don't know, 25 minutes. An hour and a half later, I get there because there was a crazy accident on the 101. Crazy bananas. Gretchen would have never been able to get here or get home to pick up her kids from school if you had come. So good thing. But listen to the story. It's bananas. Okay. Okay. So Uber driver driving these two drunk guys, two guys actually from West Hollywood home and they get in a fight in the Uber. In the morning. 3.40 in the morning. Oh, 3.40 in the morning. Okay. The incident happened at 3.40, so who knows? I mean, maybe they went to an after party. I'm pretty sure they were probably drunk. Obviously. Yeah. And they start, like, really fighting to the point where the Uber driver pulls over on the fast lane of the freeway and calls 911. At the same time, he's stopped the passenger, unbeknownst to him, or the Uber driver says the guys were choking each other. So he was like, shit, I got to call 911 now. So the guy jumps out of the car without the Uber guy driver knowing and starts running across the freeway and bam, 
gets hit by the CHP officer coming to patrol the situation. Oh my God. Yeah. Dead. 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 I mean, what the F? Ugh. Can you even imagine? No, but you can't get out of your car on the freeway. Well, we know that. We know that really well. We lost a friend. We did lose a friend. She was in an accident and then she got out of her car just to wait for the police and a driver went yeah. off. And stay in your car. Stay in your car. So this No is matter what, stay in your car. Public service announcement. Yeah, stay and, in your car. Yeah, and then I get a call that same day from my mom and she's like, hey, your brother's been in a motorcycle accident. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on today? It's that full moon and the moon is crazy right now. I know. The moon was so crazy Mm -hmm. the night before. Remember I was on the phone with you and I was like, look at it. It's like crazy orange. I know. I'm like, no, there's clouds. You know what? I thought the same exact thing, (laughs) actually. So my brother has this other crazy accident story. He's on the freeway, gets hit by some guy, keeps his bike up as long as possible because he knew that it was going to be a bad scene getting hit at 60 miles an hour. So he said he starts skidding out, holds the bike up until the last moment, like lands, kicks the bike away. And he was fine, thankfully. But the guy slows down, sees my brother stand up, and then punches it off the freeway and like to take off. So a good Samaritan follows the guy to the Golden Corral, calls 911, police go in and arrest this guy eating the buffet. Yeah. Tabitha, when was the last time you went to the Golden Corral? Well, I didn't even know what the Golden Corral was. My brother had to explain. It was like the hometown buffet. Yes, it is. It is my grandparents-in-law's favorite restaurant. Yeah. Well, it was this guy's too. So guess what? He also gets arrested for DUI. Oh, naturally. Can you believe that? Yeah. So thankfully, he probably my went to the Golden Corral to sober up. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Thinking I ought to go. He started thinking a little bit clearer. Thinking I got to go to a buffet. So I don't have to wait for my food. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll get it right away. Oh, my God. I, I mean, really? And thankfully, this Good Samaritan gets that done, comes back to the scene, gives my brother his information. That guy is a real good guy. That is a real good guy. I hope your brother sent him a muffin basket or something. You know what? I should send him a muffin basket because my you brother really shouldn't say thank you. And I'm sure that this whole incident pissed you right off because... Tabitha's number one complaint about her brother is that he drives a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. I was like, um, did we figure out that maybe, you know, your third time getting hit on a motorcycle is like maybe the time to like call it quits? Yeah, no. Like, no way. No, he loves it. He's ride or die. I don't think that I'm like anti motorcycles completely. I'm anti motorcycles as a main form of transportation. Like, I think if you want to go drive, like, you know, like the windy roads up to Ojai where it's not like that, like crazy, but it's beautiful. Like, I don't think a lot of motorcycle accidents happen there. I think I they happen know. on the freeway. The freeway is the worst place. I think not driving a motorcycle on the freeway is probably your best bet if you do drive a motorcycle. My husband actually dirt biked his whole growing up and yeah. his stepdad was like, hey, I'll buy you a dirt bike, but you have to promise me that you will never ride a road bike. So he didn't. Oh, yeah. I used to drive a Vespa to work. In Hawaii. Oh, that's different. I mean, it's not really, but. It felt real crazy to me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I When we went to Europe, I remember 
getting a Vespa and driving it all around Italy too. It was fun. Listen, I had to drive. It was eight miles to work on a Vespa. Uh huh. That's a long ways. It is a long ways. Yeah. Yeah, but you're in Hawaii. Yeah, but it was dark in the morning. I had to be there to open the fruit stand <laughs> like 5 a.m. That's true. I got a new Apple Watch, by the way. It's dinging over here. You hear it? Oh, yeah. I still don't know exactly how to work it. I still don't know if I need an Apple Watch or not. Well, I have an extra one. My oh, other one. Yeah, it's... I definitely need one then. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe, maybe I'd hand it down to you. <laughs> yeah, I love hand-me-downs. <laughs> so what else, Gretchy Poo? What else? I, I'm just... Oh, we had I'm the fires. stuck in tos- tonsil land. Oh, yeah. You're, you, you don't even know that we had fires over here, too. I know. So traumatic. I we know. just had fires. Doesn't it feel like we just had fires? And my kid's school was closed on Friday. Yeah. So that was a real um, drag on my part because I couldn't do all the things I wanted to you know, do while they were in school. Yeah. And then two of them had school or no, one of them had school. The other two didn't. So that's also drugs. And you're like, okay, wait, I don't really want to tell the other one that the other two have off, especially since he's the one that had school is my more challenging child. Yeah. So I had to like play it off. Like everybody's going to school. That's so funny because my kids are like the opposite. You know, my Ruby is like the consummate, like happy kid. And um, she's like, oh, Willa's not going to school for a week. And she was like, so sad. I was like, Ruby, you're still going to go. <gasps> oh, good. <laughs> like, you think she would be sad she's going to class without her twin sister. But she's like, oh, as long as I don't have to miss a day. Oh, I'm all about it. And Willow's probably like, yeah. Let me Willow, no, Willow is. Watch the TV. Happy to be home. Yeah. All right. So Gretchen, Today, mm-hmm. we're doing our first serial killer dun, story. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, clink, clink to that. Yeah. And so what are we drinking this morning? Coffee. Coffee. Yeah. Gretchen calls me on her way. Oh, yeah. She's passing the airport and she <laughs> says, I need one thing and one thing only. And she's like, serious business. <laughs> like, I don't even know if I've ever heard her talk like this. And she's like, you better have a cup of black coffee sitting on the desk when I get there, it was like, oh shit, okay, fine. I know. Well, listen, I thought that she would just make me a cup of coffee from the Keurig. I know, but I was going to Starbucks anyways. Yeah. So <laughs> I got her a nice, fancy cup so I was of coffee. Like, oh, fancy. Okay. I'll, I'll take it. Although, remember, at Chuck E. Cheese, the Keurigs are $3.50 at Pop. So oh, those are must be fancy too. Yeah. Okay. So I'm on the mic today, mm-hmm. Tabalicious over here. Yeah. Just so people know. Yeah. My voice. Yeah. Although, you know, I love that you, when you tell a story, Gretchen. Oh, shut up. I do. I really do. And oh, my internet's out. So wasn't able to print the story today. So I'm reading it straight from my Word document. I think you can manage it. I think I will. You're professional. I'm a high tech over here. Yeah. Oh, we have a shout out. Hold on. Okay, we have merch, guys. Oh my God, we didn't even talk about our merchandise and it's so freaking cute. The cutest shit ever. Oh, so yeah. if you haven't checked it out, it's on housewivesoftruecrime.com uh-huh. forward slash shop or you can just find the little shop button. Gretchen's wearing a real cute sweatshirt right now. I am. It's pink with rose gold logo. 
Yeah, we love the gold, rose gold. Yo, yeah. I mean, it's, it's super so in. in right now. We're real fashionable. We're going to keep it current. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike some people. Unlike some people. Yeah. So anyhow, I'm going to tell you, I had a real nice conversation last night via Facebook Messenger. Mm -hmm. I was, you know. I have a lot of those. In bed, just chatting it up. I know. I know. I just got a message from one of our listeners and she was like, thanks so much for responding. I know you're super busy. And I'm like, guess what? I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I would just happen to like go on the second that she had wrote and I was like, oh, and then Sean was putting Kyla to bed. And so I was like, I can just chat it up right now. Yeah, sure. Why not? Perfect. So anyways, her name is Rachel Mascasso. I think that's how you say it. And we had a real nice chat. So I want to shout out to her because she loves listening and we love our listeners. So there's that for that. Yeah. Thanks for getting some merch. Yeah. Super nice. Thanks for for getting our really cute, the one off the shoulder black. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's like, it's real flattering. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we posted if you guys wanted us to do a serial killer from Samuel Little. And overwhelming overwhelming response yes yes so i dug deep and it's our very first one and it's just been recently getting the media attention because he claims that he has killed 93 people and guess what what the fbi believes him did they find the bodies they're working on it I mean, yes, they probably have found all of the bodies, but um, oh, but they can probably collaborate. Like it's like the Jane Doe people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Samuel Little was born June seventh, nineteen forty. He's a Gemini, maybe two faced. Two faced. He was born in Reynolds, Georgia. Again, Georgia. Oh, what's going how on? Convenient over there in Georgia. <laughs> So Samuel claims that his mother was a prostitute and had left him on the side of the road. I'm not so sure about that because his grandmother was the one that raised him, but she left him no matter what. I don't know if it was on the side of the road, but that's what his claim is. Okay. It's really no surprise that he was from a broken home because serial killers most likely are from broken and abused homes. Well, let me just tell you what, Samuel Little, my mom used to kick our asses out of the car and make us walk home like on the regular. And I did not become a serial killer. And as far as I know, neither am my brother and sister. Yeah. And I'm from a broken home. Yeah. It a real from, broken like, home. A real broken home. So I'm, I just talk about serial killers. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not actually one. Yeah. I kind of so, kept it together. The no sob story. It's going to justify it for us. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Okay. This is what they say. So we don't actually know a lot about Samuel's child life at this point, but from the looks of it, he didn't have a father figure or a loving mother, you know, and as a teenager, he got himself in a lot of trouble. Oh. So at 16 years old, he went to juvie for breaking and entering. And as he grew and grew and grew into a young man, he did not shy away from being involved in crime. He was arrested a lot from DUIs, robberies, shoplifting, and even rape. 
He lived his life on the edge, holding menial jobs here and there, but mostly his life was about stealing and selling his stolen goods. So it is hard to understand how someone who actually wasn't hiding from the law could have gotten away with killing 93 people. Hiding in plain sight, dude. Died? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 93, though. 93. I can't even. And he's claiming that. Did he keep like a trophy or something? Like, I feel like maybe after like 32, you lose count. He has a photographic memory. Oh. He remembers every single. Like Mary Lou Henner. You can be like, hey, what were you wearing on May, May 20th? 1987. And she's like, black pants. Yeah, pretty much. He gets some things kind of wrong, like a date here or there, but literally the guy knows the name of every single one of them. Twisted. Yeah. So he prayed against the fringes of society. He went after prostitutes and drug addicts and women that were quite possibly not going by their real names also. Oh, so these women were probably women that police were not going to give two fucks about. Yeah. And maybe their family wasn't either. Yeah. So he began his killing spree around 1970 and one after another across the United States. Samuel would seek ladies of the night and people that just were holding on to life by a needle. He would strangle them, rape them, and kill them. And one by one, he dumped their bodies. Did he strangle them with a ligature or his hands? He did it different ways. He actually drowned one victim also. But he sometimes strangled them with like his hands, mostly his hands. But he also would like put his thumb right on their neck, you know, where the, I don't know what that's called. But like carotid artery, I think. Yeah, like below your Adam's apple. Yeah. I mean, he's a fucking sick guy. Yeah. So it's super, and it's just, I can't even like, it's really hard for me to wrap around how on earth this like piece of shit kept getting away with his like sick fantasies. Because, Gretchy, in 1976, Samuel was sentenced to three months in jail when a woman named Pam Smith escaped. His horrors. Ooh, go Pam. She showed up on a stranger's doorstep, beat, sodomized, hands tied, and naked. Wow. And that's right, Gretchy. He got three months. Three months. Yeah. Crazy. What the F? I don't know. I mean, I have to think because it was 1976 and maybe they're just not with the times. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. So then in 1982, Samuel was actually looked at into a murder of a Pascagoula, Mississippi. I could totally be saying that wrong. Pascagoula. Is that right? I don't know. Okay. Well, whatever. Her name was Melinda LaPree. Melinda went missing September 16th, 1982 and was reported missing by her boyfriend. Her body was found three weeks later by a guy mowing the cemetery lawn. She was a known drug addict, and she actually met Sam selling some stolen goods, which was his profession at the time. And so a witness saw Melinda get into Sam's car 
And basically, she was the last person that saw Melinda alive. So little Sam Little would actually strangle Melinda and dump her in the cemetery. And that case was taken to the grand jury, and they decided that there was not enough evidence to convict him. Really? Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming they knew about his prior conviction about, you know, the rape chick. I would think so. Yeah, you would think. So while Melinda's case was being examined, Little was actually taken to Florida for another murder of a woman named Patricia Mount. At the same time as Patricia's case, there was another woman that went missing and was found strangled named Rosie Hill. I love she, that name, Rosie. What, what? I love that name, Rosie. Oh, I do too. Kyla's friend's name is Rosie and such a cute so name. So cute. So she was last seen by a man that matched Samuel's description in the same type of car that Samuel drove. And of course, when questioned in connection to either of those, Sam declined any knowledge. And there was not enough evidence to charge Sam in the Rosie Hill case. However, prosecutors did think there was enough evidence to charge him for the Patricia case. So he was tried and the jury acquitted him because they found the witness incredible. Oh my gosh. Probably because the witness was like a drug addict or prostitute or totally. something like that. And sorry, I keep saying prostitute and somebody corrected us one time and they said it was called a sex worker. Okay. But I hope I'm not offending anybody either way. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, no sex worker prostitute deserves to be, you know, murdered. No. No. Never. Or drug addict or whatever. That's, yeah. Yeah. Bananas. So... This was in 1984. Okay. So now. Okay. I'm pretty sure that he's like the luckiest human on the planet. Yeah. And that our justice system, real broken. Yeah. Like this guy, I'm sure they know. Come on. Like all these women are dying the same exact way. And he's just walking the streets. They should keep him like know who he is. I guess maybe. When did they start registering like sex offenders and stuff? They started in the 80s, actually, because we, well, no, different. There's like a, I'm going to get to that, but there's like this thing from the FBI that people can like input data, but the police, one, they have to do it themselves. And a lot of times they don't. And then it's kind of like a central database. The thing was, he was going all over the United States and that's the problem. And especially when in the 80s, in the early 80s. Well, you know, we didn't even have internet in the early 80s. No. Not until the late 90s. And so it wouldn't have been like people could have accessed, you know, who are the sex offenders that live in my neighborhood or yeah, you know, that's like right. whatever. Right. Yeah, and okay. that's, that's also the problem with like these jurisdictions. They have to call one another and he's going all over God's green earth, you know? Oh, yeah. So he, for another 30 years, wouldn't even get arrested. He moves himself to San Diego all the way across the country in 1984. Okay. And by October of that year, he was arrested again. This time, he was arrested for kidnapping, strangling, and beating a sex worker named Lori Burroughs. Lori was picked up, forced into his car. He tied her up with her own stockings strangled her, and dumped her body, thinking that he killed her. Oh, geez. She 
miraculously woke up hours and hours later and walked herself miles down the road to get some help and called the police. And they were on the lookout for this guy, right? Yeah. Guess what? What? They found him in the same place one month later in his in the back of his car with another victim named Tanya Jackson beaten and strangled. Okay. So 1984, he was arrested and convicted. And again, you'll never believe this. He served two and a half years. Oh, Lord. For both of those incidents. That is so crazy. It's so crazy. I mean, people were going to prison for like 20 years for weed. I know, right? Yeah. And this guy's just raping women left and right. Oh, my gosh. And leaving him for dead. I mean, I just, I don't know. So I think he got sentenced to like four years, but served two and a half, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. So in 1987, he was back in action, moved himself to Los Angeles. And we know that while he was in Los Los Angeles, he killed at least 10 more women. Whoa. And just like. He did in the past. He preyed on the weak, less fortunate, dead of the night people. Let me tell you. So a reporter named Jillian Lauren actually interviewed him in jail because he's obviously in jail now. And he told her, he said, in quotes, I never killed no senators or governors or fancy New York journalists. Nothing like that. I killed you. It'd be all over the news the next day. I stayed in the ghettos. Mm. And he knew it. So sad. Yeah. Yeah. He stayed under the radar until 2012. Okay. Then what happened? Then a detective named Mitzi Roberts began to figure it out, which I'm like, go Mitzi. Takes a lady cop. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. So awesome. Freaking love that shit. So DNA was found to be a match in a cold case from the 80s in Los Angeles. Samuel Little's DNA matched three different homicides of prostitutes in L.A. County. And Roberts was like, yes, I've got this guy, you know? She's like, I have to prove more than DNA because they're sex workers. They have a lot of DNA on them. It's not just like one person. Oh, yeah. And so it's harder to be like, you know, he could just been like, yeah, I sleep with women all the time or whatever, you know? So she went back into his past and went and talked to all these women that had made reports about him before. And she was like, I got it. You know, like this is, this is a guy. And at the time he was claiming his innocence, like adamantly claiming his innocence to the point he was yelling at the victim's family members in court, like saying like, I didn't do it. Like standing up and being real aggressive about how he didn't do it. What a psycho. Totally. So finally, in 2014, Samuel Little was convicted to life in prison without the possibility of parole at 74 years old. Bananas. So is he admitting it now? Is that how we know? Yes. So you would think that at this time, 2014, people would start like putting it together. Like, how hey, did this we guy- not hear about all this in 2012? I, well, because at that time, it was, he was only convicted to three. Oh, okay. So, and I think that 
she thought probably people would start coming out and being like, oh, this is the same guy. And But they kind of didn't. Nobody started putting the pieces together until this Texas Ranger started looking into an old cold case of a woman named Denise Brothers. Side note really quick, because I told you about this thing before. There's a database that police can like put their stuff into. It's called Violent Criminal Apprehension Program or VICAP. And basically it's, this is what it says. It's the United States Federal Bureau of Investigation. So the FBI is responsible for the analysis of serial violent and sexual crimes. So Denise's investigator in the eighties, or I think it was in the eighties that she went missing, actually put all of her information in that database, which was pretty amazing. Or maybe it was the nineties, maybe it's like 93, he put it in, but it's pretty amazing that he did right? Because a lot of people didn't at that point. No, they don't. And you know how I know that? Why? Because I watched Unbelievable. Yes, I know. So good. So, well. Tabitha doesn't agree. I thought it was really good. And it was about lady cops. Yes. And it's based on a true story. I know. I like all that. I just think it was a little slow. Okay. Uh, And I fall asleep easy. Mm -hmm. We all know that. So anyways, this original guy, investigator, puts it in and then this Texas Ranger, James Holland, went digging. And Holland was sure that Little was the guy. And so he makes his way over to Los Angeles to meet him. And just like that, Little was ready to talk. Now yeah, he's already locked up. <laughs> well, sort of. He made Holland promise him a couple things. Pizza. Little hated being in Los Angeles. Mm. And so Holland was like, okay, I'll take you to Texas. But he had to get, I know, right? Yeah. Get, I mean, according to Dog the Bounty Hunter, Texas prison is like real bad. Yeah. And there's a death penalty in Texas. And oh, so yeah. the ranger Holland had to ask the DA to take the death penalty off right away oh. so that he could get him to confess. So he promises to move him, get the death penalty off the table, and feed him some good food. And they kind of became like what Sam would probably think is friends. Yeah. Okay. You know? And he started opening up to him. They spent, they actually called each other Sammy and Jimmy. And I think that's the way that he was able to really get it out of him. So they spent hours, 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 hours getting little to confess to all of his murders on tape. His memory, like I said, and the detail was remarkably correct knowing things like only murderers would know right the police so i want to play you real quick one of his taped confessions about a victim in los angeles okay okay las vegas describe the las vegas victim that was in 93 okay i bought a uh, el dorado what color el dorado it was a yellow okay yellow cadillac el dorado yep all right what year Okay. Well, tell me about this girl. What does she look like? She was kind of thin, dark skin, about 40 years old, when she was out there hustling. I think she was a drug addict because she wouldn't have been out there. How tall was she? She was about five, 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 three. And how she much do you think she weighed? She weighed about 110, 120. Okay. What about her did you know? The boy came, she that was her son. And she called him over there. And he came over, hey, I he shook my hand and everything. Yes. Now, how old was he? He was about 20, 
or about 1920. Okay, black male or? Black male. And where were you at when you met her? It was on the Owens Avenue. Okay. Owen, that's down in the black section. Owens and Jackson. Where do you eventually take her, her body to? I was, I was headed toward California. Mm-hmm. So as I drove out of Las Vegas, I didn't, I seen a motel and a road leading up to the motel. And I said, there's a lot of bushes and brushes us beside the road before you got to that motel. That's where I dropped, pulled the purbot out and rolled it down there. So that detail is remarkable. Yeah, he's like real specific. Yeah, I cannot even remember what my own house looks like. I know. Much rather like how many trees and whatever is there. I don't even remember. You know how like when you're doing like, um, I don't know, when stuff comes up and they're like, you worked at this place, this place, or this place. Like they're trying to like confirm your identity. Oh, I just had and that. They're like, they're like, you lived on this street, this street, or this street. I'm like, I don't know. Dude, I can't even remember. I do the same thing. <laughs> I just had to do that. I like signed some tax document and it was like a DocuSign. And it's like, what street number did you live on? I'm like, street number? Know. Oh, shit. Don't even talk to me about the zip code. Forget oh, it. Oh, my God. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So... Just actually before Holland got to Little, a reporter I mentioned earlier, I quoted her, named Jillian Lauren, spoke to Sam. And she like had gone into the Los Angeles detectives and she had met Mitzi Roberts and she was like, this is a pretty crazy case. And so she was like, oh, I'm going to try to talk to the guy. Well, he liked her. He actually called her like his angel. And he confessed to some of the killings also to this reporter. And she said like the same thing that I see in his confessions. I had, I watched like all of the ones on the FBI website. Yeah. And he gets like excited and almost childlike when he's recalling these murders. So I'm going to play another tape just to show you like where his mind goes to like this weird place of pleasure even when he's describing his like incident okay okay we walked outside and she looked and seen my car that weekend she said oh you know that's a beautiful car too so she had arm in arm walking to the car we got in stopped at the gas station we were on the highway 10 and uh going toward slide l i seen the sign said little woods so I cut off, I took off the exit, went, and that sure enough was the road leading into the woods. <laughs> and we went in and parked. So we finally got to where we were going, and by uh, a by a river, a little water thing, and the big uh, they had a machine out there in that little river, dredging, dredging. Okay. I grabbed it by the legs and pulled it to the water. Mm-hmm. That's the only one that I ever killed by drowning. So you see how he kind of like laughs, like this weird giggle? Yeah. Yeah, really weird. So he makes these disturbing confessions to Jillian, like his victims were his babies, and all he thinks about them daily is them. Like all he thinks about daily is them. He has like no remorse for killing these women. And basically his pleasure is like all he's thinking about. So I'll spare you more of the sick details about what he tells this woman, but you can look at the article. It's in the New York magazine. 
in December of 2018. Well, you know what struck me? I didn't know any of the specifics about this yeah. case, but I saw his picture and um, I thought he looked like freaking Santa Claus. Yeah, because he's old now. Now he's, what, 79? He's old, but he's got these like real sweet cheeks. Oh, yeah, I know. Kind looking eyes. Yeah, because he has these blue eyes. He's an African-American guy with these blue eyes. Yeah. And I think I look at pictures back when he was uh, not in a wheelchair. Yeah. And he's 6'3", big black guy. Yeah. Good looking because he has like this nice round face with these blue eyes, which is so intriguing. Yeah. Right? And I think that- That uh, helps, dude. What? I think that helps you get away. With it, he does not look like your Jeffrey Dahmer. No, he doesn't at all. And I I bet you, even when people would look into his eyes, they didn't see that. That that psychoness. Yeah. 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 And you don't know either. Listen, side note. What's his name? Anthony Hopkins? Yeah. I used to wait on him in Ojai. Mm -hmm. You know, he lives there. Freaked me the F out. Still, he could not be sweeter old man. But all I saw was Hannibal, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, I need to take a shower. <laughs> I wouldn't be like that, too. Yeah. But he is a true sociopath, this guy. And although at times he does say he feels bad for killing them, but I kind of just feel like maybe that's what he, you know, he knows that he's supposed to say that. Yeah. So... This Ranger Holland gets him to confess to 93 killings of mostly women. One was assigned male at birth, and they were mostly African-American. There are some white women in there, but um, mostly African-American women. And at present time, they've accounted for 50 of his victims. So sad. And not only is he a great at recalling memory, he has a thing for art. Like the guy is an artist, amazing artist, and he draws all of these women that he's killed. No. Yeah. He names them. So on the FBI's website, you can go see all the drawings. They're looking for these women still. So a lot of them are Jane Doe's. Or they say, you know, they go, she went by the name Marianne. And it's a drawing of her and it says like where he she was dumped or like the location okay i'm gonna look that up and i'm gonna post that link in our group yeah so i mean if anybody has people that they know that went missing at whatever time oi like look it up because the fbi definitely needs help finding the identities of these women And they're hopeful also with these confession tapes because these confession tapes on the FBI's website are people that they don't know either. So they're trying to find him. And he's at the end of his natural life. So they're like, we need to do this now. Yeah. You know? And I feel like, yeah, the guy's going to die in prison. He definitely did not get what he deserves. Mm -hmm. But I'm hopeful that we as a society can learn from this super bad tragedy. Yeah. Because basically like we're letting. No, we cannot let them go. No, 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 no. No. Yeah. So yeah. And if they do get out, we need to keep real close tabs on them. I know. Yeah. I don't know. I keep saying, I don't know because I really don't like something, 
something's got to give here. Yeah. And, you know, it just, it did come out in the news, right? But it was very short. Like, it wasn't very hyped up. No, it was like, oh, this is the most prolific serial killer in the like, so United 93 States history. Three people. But it's like, maybe they're like, oh shit, you know, we have something coming to us because I really had to dig on how many times he was arrested and for what and, and all that stuff. It's not, you know, the judicial system definitely does not want us to know that they could have had him. Well, it, like you said, he, he didn't murder senators. No, he did not. But they could have had him in jail for life by, I don't know, 84 at least. But even in 76, you know, mm-hmm. he gets You know like who would be, months. this would be awesome if uh, this Mitzi person went to CrimeCon. And talk about it. And talked about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe she will. Yeah, she'll probably get an invite. I was thinking it'd be cool if a podcaster, I don't know if it could be us because we don't really do that, but could really go down there and, and get the real details from him. Well, I pretty much could. You know why? Because thank you again to the group. I've been watching The Mind Hunter. And so <laughs> yeah. I'm almost through season one. So I'm basically <laughs> an FBI agent that specials in behavioral sciences. So I know exactly what to do. Oh, well, okay. But you don't have any time to go to Texas for the next like oh, year. Yeah, Texas, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm you, out. you would like to do that. Yeah. And I do like Mind Hunter also. But that's another dark one that's really hard for me to watch at night because then I just like pass out. Of course you do. Yeah. Oh, hi, Willow. Okay. So okay. that was that was Samuel Little. Yeah. I'm sure we'll know more about him as time goes. Yeah. That's what we know now. Yeah. We'll keep updates. Maybe they'll find some more victims' families, give them some closure. I know. And I was going to name the victims, but there's a lot of them. And I mean, I named some of them, but... It's just yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. So we feel for all those families out there and hopefully there is closure coming and there'll be a lot of sol- or like closed cold cases for sure. Yeah. yeah. So that was that today, Gretchy Poo. All right. Thanks. That was a good one. Yeah. So clink, clink. Clink, clink. Follow us on all the social media. Thanks for the Facebook group. That's getting real fun. Mm-hmm. Closed Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Instagram, we got the swipe up now so you can shop easily and all that when I post it on the story. Yeah. And give us a review if you like us. Five stars are much appreciated. Yep. Thanks, guys. Link, link. <laughs>